Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Live from New York. It's a show that just compared Usher to Philip Rivers. Yeah. In a complimentary way. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. It nice, long career, really good, good numbers. Man. Not a legend. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> it is what it is. Hall of Fame? What? He's yeah. a Hall of Famer. He's a Hall of Famer. Very, very good. Yeah, he's okay. Hall of Well, Philip isn't, so he can't. <laughs> Today, what happens if Mahomes loses? Goes two for two in Super Bowls. Oh, my gosh. Big difference between two and two and three and one. Two, four, two. No, that would mean he's 100%. He's 100% my heart. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, trade deadline update. Oh, my goodness. Buddy Heald. Kelly Olenek. Pat Bev. What are the Lakers and Warriors Pat doing? Was getting what are they doing? What are they Nothing. Doing? Resting on their laurels yeah. is what they're doing. They're growing old gracefully. How about that? <laughs> Not gracefully. Not, yeah. yeah. Clay Thompson's furious. <laughs> it doesn't suit him. Uh, and the most motivational segment in all of sports coming up in 59 minutes, it's the Bud List. Alongside Nick Wright, who is, again, adorned in a vest for Never a Doubt Week. I'm Kevin Wilds. Brew, what do you think about Nick's... <laughs> New vest. This is vested. Uh, it's all right. It's, it's good for this week. It's great for this yeah. week. Wild. I don't yeah. ever want to see it again. Okay. I like After it. I don't believe it. Your Put bartender from Red Dead Redemption thing has been living rent free in my head the last. <laughs> Everybody loved that. Uh, yeah, it was too spot on. Shout out to video game. <laughs> not a waste of time. <laughs> we start with who's the man and who's the game manager. Latest oh. article on FoxSports.com. Titled, Why Mahomes is More of a Game Manager Than Purdy. The article references a very game manager-esque quote that we ran last week from Patrick Mahomes. Take a listen. Whenever they're rolling like that, I have to kind of manage my game. Um, That's stuff that I've learned throughout the season is even if we're not having the success that I want to have, the defense is rolling and getting stopped. So let's just take take the safe choice, get the ball out of my hand, don't turn the ball over, and let's go win a football game. Brock Purdy said that. Uh, Henry McKenna writing, his career, this is Mahomes, has been all about exceptionalism, particularly in attempting and completing throws that no one else in the history of the NFL can make. And yet this year, he's more of a game manager than ever. So, Nick, do you agree that Mahomes is more of a game manager than Purdy? Yes, because Brock Purdy's not a game manager, and Patrick Mahomes is anything you want him to be, he's the best. Do you need high-flying 50 touchdowns, 5,000 yards? First year as a starter, I can give you that. Okay. Do you need checkdowns? And it's, it, the, the defense is daring you to take the short stuff. He won the MVP doing that last year. Like, folks are late to the Patrick Mahomes game manager party because last year his air yards plummeted. Last year, all of it, and he won league MVP. Do you need him to put protecting the football and managing the game First and foremost, because you have a great defense. Yeah, he can be the best at that, too. He currently is on the longest playoff streak in history without throwing an interception because this is the first time in his career he's had a great defense. And, oh, yeah, by the way, do you need him to be a scrambler? Great running with the football? Well, the two biggest plays of last year's playoffs were Patrick Mahomes with his legs. So he can be a game manager. He can be a gunslinger. He can be whatever you want him to be. People conflate these two terms when it comes to Purdy or other quarterbacks. Game manager, which he is not, and system quarterback, which he is. Oh, Brock so Purdy, you're saying Purdy's a system quarterback. I'm saying Brock Purdy is a system quarterback with some gunslinger in him. 
Brock Purdy is like a homeless man's Brett Favre uh, miniature-sized. He is going to make some wow plays. He is going to make some what-are-you-doing mistakes and throwing across his body. He is the wows and yikes we've talked about all year. Brock Purdy last year might have been. This year has not been a game manager. Brew keeps showing the stats about tight window stuff. That's not game managing. And I keep bringing it up because Brew loves PFF so much all of a sudden. They have him eighth most uh, turnover-worthy throws, which is one of their stats on it should have been picked, but yeah. it wasn't or it was. So I don't look at Purdy as a game manager, and I look at Mahomes as a quarterback chameleon that if it demands game managing, he <clears throat> will do it. Okay. This year, I agree with a lot of what you said, but this year Mahomes has definitely been more of a game manager than Purdy. And we got a graphic. These are some game manager stats, if you will, uh, that would define what that is. It'll be up in a moment. But so here we go. Air yards per completion. That's past the line of scrimmage. Purdy almost doubles, almost doubles Mahomes. Purdy's second in the league in that. Yeah. Mahomes 31st. All right, you see the completions. Uh, targets to your running backs and tight ends because a lot of those are check downs and not going far down the field. You see Mahomes way more. Look at yards after catch. Six, Mahomes leads the league in yards after catch this year. 63% of his yards were after the catch. Well, I don't think that's game managing. If you get I yards think that's game managing. I, I think those are your, your teammates have to run with the ball, but that's a short pass that they turn into something. In fact, early in the year, you were using that against Purdy. Like, if he throws a seven-yard pass to Debo and Debo yeah, takes it to the I house, was, but I don't, you don't I use just, that against him. So, I, I do think that's you, – you have to have – it's on your teammates. If they can't run after the catch, you're not going to have many. But I would characterize that as somewhat of a game-managing stat. But here's why Mahomes is not viewed, and rightly so, as a game-manager, because he's already shown us how spectacular he is. Sure. If this was his first year, people would be saying he's a game manager. You know, but he's shown us how great he can be. And even last year, he didn't dip like this. His yards per attempt were still higher than this, a career low. He still threw for 41 touchdowns. He didn't even hit 30 this year. So this is, to me, like James Harden. And I know he's better than James Harden, but I'm just saying – Harden in Houston was a 30-something point score. When he went to Brooklyn, and now you see it with the Clippers too, he became a point, a, more of a true point guard. Mm-hmm. He still give you 20, 22 points, but he was giving you 10, 11 assists and the third scoring option. So we wouldn't look at Harden in Brooklyn or now with the Clippers and say, oh, he, he's just a pure point guard. Because we know when he wants to and needs to, he can score like anybody else or as well as anybody else. Same thing with Mahomes. We know when he has to, he can pull, put on the cape. But for this year, he has been more of a game manager. Okay. So I, so I think people misunderstand, though, what a game manager is. I'm not talking about you. Like, I think the, at no point do I think, call, if you've watched Brock Purdy this year, has game manager been what jumps out. Jalen Hurts last year, absent the running. His his quarter no his quarterback no running, I, well I'm saying the that. but the the style in which that offense was run and it was that was a Dak Prescott's rookie season oh yeah, he was a absolutely. game manager I would argue Daniel Jones last year was a game manager when you are saying we are not looking for the spectacular what we are trying to do is avoid the mistake right that's game manager that to me is different than system quarterback which is the bucket I would put two in the bucket I put Brock Purdy in, which is real, and I know you don't think this question's interesting, but I that the reason I think system quarterback label exists is because they are saying if he were in a different system, he would not have nearly the same level of success. And so that's where it is. As far as game managing with Mahomes, he has, and we can show you the streak he's on, he has totally flipped the the script on what he values in the postseason. He now is hyper-vigilant with taking care of the football, and it dates back to last season once he got hurt, really, and I think he knew we're not going to be able to overcome some stuff because he might not be as explosive. Now, in the second half against the Eagles, they were. But I think game managing to me is valuing putting a higher priority on avoiding negative plays than making explosive plays. I don't know if you agree with me, Brew, 
I don't think that's Brock Purdy's MO no, he, at he's all. Aggressive. I think he's Brock aggressive. Purdy is sometimes too aggressive. I just I don't think he's a game. And, and he showed in these playoffs that he can make off script plays. He can avoid the sack. He can scramble. He he made some throws that, like you said, you shouldn't make. And they were they were completion. So yeah, I, I the system QB thing is interesting. Tom Brady obviously is the goat. And we know he was viewed as a system quarterback even after his first three Super Bowls, right? But it's interesting because when he left the system, initially he didn't struggle, but he wasn't playing great in Tampa Bay. Remember that? And then he worked with uh, Arians, Bruce Arians, Mm -hmm. to tweak it and get it a little closer to what he had done in New England, and the rest is history. So it's interesting because uh, Lamar Jackson, they've incorporated – initially they had the Greg Roman system for him – now you got a, a system that's kind of geared toward him. Yeah, and Purdy I, will have to show. We'll see. I mean, it may be years from now before we see him in another I, system. See, and I think, I think Brady was viewed more than being a system quarterback. I think Brady was viewed as the ultimate game manager. Or, you know, early until in his he career, got until Randy the Moss. 07 season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Until the that you had Peyton Manning, who was the ultimate, drop him into any situation, yeah. he's going to thrive. And then Brady, the ultimate game manager. That's how I, so more than, and then Brady proved he was more than that when he broke all the records in 07. You want to hear the bottom line of that segment? What? Starting to come around on Brock Purdy. Yeah, so just read through I, he, the lines on the it. The last two weeks or week yeah. or whatever it's been, he's definitely been a but lot just be, softer, Very fair. It's a compliment. But you're starting to come around a little bit. He won't view it as a compliment, but it, it is. is a compliment. It is a right? compliment. It's also not true. It I've been Mr. Consistency no. and correct every step of the way on Brock, and we'll see it on no, Sunday. I, I mean, it's just I, I don't 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 lob those false compliments. <laughs> it's, it's a compliment. I agree. It's you're not, coming around. He was like, you know what? He's aggressive. No, he is aggressive. He makes these tight window throws. I never see that. Well, he saw. My stats. No, yeah, he no, didn't deny my no. graphics. Because hold on, the stats were Nick. The, the stats were true. They were my correct. Right. You know, but you dust. No, we don't. We, we do have the, it. I understand, but you were alleging that I was saying he wasn't doing that. Last, but you were last. I was last year. Weeks this year, ago? I've never. This year, I've never doubted that Brock Purdy is pushing the ball down the field. I've not called him a dink and dunk guy. Any of that. What I yeah, have, I'm, I'm a little. The, no, I'm what, sure I, what I've said that. is he's throwing to guys who are wide open. And but how do you while, make tight window throws if the guys are wide open? He does. He does that as well, Brew. But no, a lot of the the lot. stuff that I have talked about with Purdy is that this year, and I think we've seen it in every playoff game, is the problems have not been the throws he can't make. It's been the throws he's tried to make that have been ludicrous decisions. And I think that should have bitten him more already this postseason and will on Sunday. Come on. Okay. Remember you were like, wow, throws, and then even on Twitter you are like, yeah, I admit yes. that was good. And yeah. he, he was saying he was throwing a wide open. You know what? The move in the goalpost thing the works both ways. That was okay. He gets mad, but is the most appropriate metaphor we've made on this show this year. The goalpost. Sunday night, Mahomes will become the first quarterback to start four Super Bowls before turning 30. But, and shudder the thought, what happens if he loses? This would certainly hurt our parade plans for next Wednesday. Brew, would it also hurt Mahomes' legacy, in your opinion? I don't think it would hurt his legacy. Tom Brady lost to Nick Foles. All right. right. And, and twice Eli Manning. Eli, Manning. Manning. I mean, Eli will probably Only get because, because he of, beat Brady. Right. That's the only way like he's going to like He's Eli. a mediocre regular season quarterback. <laughs> Two lucky like, catches. The, right. right. But, the so, ultimate definition. The reason of Eli heroes. losing to Eli is not considered a huge blemish is because, because he beat Tom twice. Brady. And then he, and so it's a weird <laughs> thing. It's a snake eating his place on what it is. But go ahead. That's true. So, no. What it would do is slow down. The GOAT talk. Yes. It wouldn't take him out. Nobody would say, oh, he'll never be the GOAT. I mean, there might be some haters, but nobody really would say he can never be the GOAT now. But it would slow it down. If he wins this three, Nick, and it'll be three in four years, it'll be three in his first six Mm -hmm. years as a starter, not me, I don't think you, I do think there will be some Saying he's the GOAT. Some on TV will say he's already the GOAT. Well, no, they will say. I I think think there will be a. I I will not. I will not. not. Hold on. But, Wilds, what I think you might say is that he has reached the highest peak of anyone. And for some people, that's what they value. 
Yeah. I know, and, and it, oddly for Wilds, it's what he values in a lot of sports things. Yeah, like Wilds he, talks all the time about how he doesn't care about compilations, counting yeah. stats, counting longevity. Stats. Yeah. He doesn't care about any of that stuff. You oh, care about Philip Rivers you, guy? No, you care about counting <laughs> stats when it's counting rings. That's the only counting you care about. Like but that's that. the, here's the thing, and it's very apropos that it's in Vegas because we have Patrick Mahomes' first and likely only house money Super Bowl. The ultimate free roll. House money. Yes. Because all of the comments are on tape and documented. We have people for the last three months saying, if Patrick Mahomes can get this team and this collection of receivers to the Super Bowl, it'll be the greatest accomplishment of his career. Just get him to it. (laughs) And it's not just, by the way, I'm not poking at Brew. Brew did literally say that. But... (laughs) He was not the only one who said it. Because this team has been considered wounded and bad at various points of the year, because they were predicted to lose in round two and lose handily in round three, Mm -hmm. and now, even though the Niners won't accept it, the Chiefs are the literal underdogs in this game as well. Mahomes is in a very weird spot where... It is all reward and almost no risk. And so where people talk, what I think across sports is not fair is if you walk into a game and you say, if he wins, it's one of the greatest, if not the greatest accomplishment of his career. And if he loses, man, it hurts him. It it, it kills him in that. That's not a thing to me. You know what I mean? Like, And so the fact that he's the underdog, the fact that – Everybody says this is the worst team. The fact that the only person who believed in them was called a homer and he had Chiefs colored glasses on, all those things. You can't then, because they're in the game, be like, well, if you're in the Super Bowl, you got to win it. Now, I think they are going to win it, and I think that they are, have a lot of massive edges in this game. But this is a house money Super Bowl for the Chiefs and for Patrick Mahomes. I kind of buy that. Yeah, I mean, look, like I said, it'll slow down the GOAT talk. Some, you know, Montana, I already have Montana ahead of him still, unless Mahomes wins Sunday. But there will be some now, Nick, I think, that will say, well, Montana never lost, but he's been to four. They both will have been to four. So maybe it, in most people's eyes, keeps him below Montana. Yeah. For yeah, but I don't think anybody – but let me ask you this. I, I, I agree with you that if going into the game you have him below anyone, losing the game he's not going to jump him. Right. But you don't think for people, wherever they have Mahomes, if he loses this game, he's going to go backwards. That all of a sudden no. they used to have him ahead of Montana, and now they're like, no, no. they don't. You know where it could hurt? Play poorly, and right? nobody believes this is going to be his last Super Bowl. But if for some reason it were and he lost – there's, that's where it is a big difference between three or three and one and two and two. But sure. Nobody really believes that's going to be the case. But if that were, that would be Yeah, and also that's then. an order of operations thing as well. Because John Elway, a lot of people think is one of the five best ever's, two and three. But the two, and if he had won his first two and lost his last three, people point. would probably feel differently. But instead, he got rocked in right, his first right. three. And then a decade later, won back to back. And one of them threw for like a buck 20. But everyone remembers the helicopter. I like that. And he right. goes out on top. And so it has a whole different kind of spin to it. Okay. Yeah. Time now for the best uh, story in the entire... Oh, yeah. Well... The 49ers social media team tweeted out that Brock Purdy was named the National Quarterback Club's 2023 Pro Quarterback of the Year. Wow. Now, you might say, huh, I've been watching a lot of sports television and I've never heard of that. (laughs) You and me both, friend. Uh, uh, you're not alone, and you're probably not one of their hundreds of social media followers. Oh, wow. Are you not everyone's worried about social media clout. Joe like Montana won this award. Exactly. Steve Young won it twice. Our colleague Mike Vick's in their Hall of Fame, as is Kurt Warner. Can I just they finish? have an annual event can in February in Scottsdale. To just, can I just finish the read to oh, sorry. talk about the? They have a functional website and a logo. <laughs> okay. Okay, I mean, <laughs> that, that go, I mean, this is. Go ahead. What's your question, Wilds? Well, to Brew, I don't know. Your reaction to the National Quarterback Club, which is based in Arizona, <laughs> mm-hmm. and that before the ten He's o'clock from meeting, of course, pardon. none of us had ever heard from, but one person wanted in the show. Oh, hold on, <laughs> I'm sure I've it's a nice organization. 
What do you mean? See, I've I'm, never okay, I'm, I'm going to take it in a different direction. I'm not going to poo-poo the award. Exactly. All right. Like Nick said, there's some Hall of Famers in there. Yes. You've heard. Of, you've been working in journalism for how long? Several thirty decades. some years. Yeah. You, you are familiar with this? Group? No, not not until this morning. But still, <laughs> it's a legit war. Okay. Here's the thing. Uh-huh. I want to know when did they vote? Did they vote since you know over the last week or so, or did they vote at the end of the regular you season? You know, it's a multiple. Because here's what I would say. What? You know, it's a committee of people, or how they're voting? <laughs> yeah, I'm assuming it's a committee. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Yeah. And if if they Nick, if they vote. Like, say they voted a week ago, once the Super Bowl was set, two weeks ago, whatever. Purdy's as good as anyone to get it. Wow. Because Lamar, Mm -hmm. yes, regular season was great, but we saw the playoff Mm -hmm. struggles against the Chiefs. Against Uh, who? Yeah, against the Chiefs. Who played well in that game? Well, Mahomes, here's the thing. Mahomes didn't have a great regular season by his standards, Mm -hmm. and and he didn't have a great regular season, period. Mm -hmm. And so you'd say, okay, he didn't do both. Uh, C.J. Stroud, if you want to throw him in, yeah, you could. Sure. Josh Allen, we saw the playoff failure again. So Purdy had a really good regular season and then had a, has had a good – you can say it wasn't good. All that matters is you win, and he was the driving force in those yep. comebacks. So Listen. I think he's had a good postseason. I agree. So I think both things considered. Yeah. Who that Dak? You can't do Dak. Yeah. No, after, I think after it's after great. The Green Bay game. Bro, so yes, this is legitimate. Very, oh, I agree. For it's Purdy. legitimate. And while while Wilds might mock their oh, somewhat yeah. meager social media following of the 590 people who follow the National <laughs> Quarterback Club on Twitter, you know who one of them is Bobby Stroop. Who's that? Patrick <laughs> Mahomes' trainer. Which means this has reached Patrick's desk. Which means the bulletin board, Dusty. The national quarter. Because Drew's analysis was spot on. The only way he could win it over Lamar is if the playoffs are included. If they knew what had happened thus far and still believe that Brock Purdy, who some people are saying is the weak link, other people are saying is the better quarterback in this game. And by the way, while really? the board's here, well, uh, and the National Quarterback Club no, clearly is, uh, and it's a prestigious institution, as you just said. And while we're here with the board, Marlon Humphrey, our first oh. ever grand opening, grand closing. Marlon Humphrey, I'm being a hater, but the Niners win the Super Bowl by three scores. What? Guess what, Marlon Humphrey and the Ravens? Uh, here you are on the board, and here you are eliminated, because ah. you literally already got eliminated. Our first ever addition and elimination, but we now have... A lot of bulletin board material for the Super Bowl. NFL Honors tonight, which Patrick Mahomes, Steve Spagnuolo, Chris Jones not invited to. Jed York, Nikki Bosa, the National Quarterback Club. Uh, Traverius Ward saying better over here. Oh, my goodness gracious. Niners populating that board. (laughs) Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. As we celebrate Black History Month, I'd like to celebrate an athlete from my childhood whose impact on sport, culture and society is still being felt to this day. Florence Griffith Joyner. She's often celebrated for her bold style on the track, the flowing hair, the bright six inch nails and one legged tracksuit that she designed herself. But what should never be overlooked is her absolute dominance on the track. Three time gold medalist and still to this day holds the world record in the 100 and 200 meter sprint that she set all the way back in 1988. So this summer, when you're rooting on Shakari Richardson as she crosses the finish line and hopefully secures the gold for America, remember that before her was the great Florence Griffith Joyner. Welcome back to the show. Check in on the trade deadline. Lake Show uh, did nothing. No, no moves. Uh, Chris Haynes writing that the Lakers stood pat while eyeing another star in the offseason. Yeah. That's what I always tell my bosses at work. Like, I didn't do any work today, but it's because I plan to do so much work in four months. I would buy that. So don't don't you So you seem upset that they didn't. I just think they're a terribly run team that nobody talks about like they are. 
What were they going to do? I don't. I don't know. What were they ship out three role players to bring three new ones in and the, no have them adjust to the get system better be in the margins games? at the very least. Do I think? That Daniel Gafford is a world changer for Dallas? No, but Dallas got rid of someone they were not using at all to get incrementally better. Mm -hmm. Do I think that Gordon Hayward is going to make the difference for the number one seed Oklahoma City Thunder? No, but they got marginally better. I, the late Rob Palenka has tried for three years to pry Buddy Heal from the Pacers' cold, dead hands. And it turns out Daryl Morey can get him for cork moths and three second-round picks. And then, and then you have one team that I do think got a lot better in the Knicks. A Knicks team like that, that, that well, the best trade anybody made was the Ananobi trade, but that was a week ago. Mm-hmm. But then the Knicks adding well, was the Knicks who they too. did and adding Bogdanovich. Would Bogdan Bogdanovich, Boyan Bogdanovich, help the Los Angeles Lakers? Of course. He's a guy, Bogdanovich is a guy that we have talked about being a guy that would fit with shooter around LeBron. My point is, I am not mad that they didn't, so you know, mortgage the entire future for DeJounte Murray or something. I get that. But so often, the Lakers are just sitting there with the plan is, don't worry, the star will come here. And I just find it maddening. I find I, I, it maddening. I don't agree with that. Now, look, I'll say this quickly. I do think Buddy Hill could help. Bogdanovich could help. And Royce O'Neal, who went to Phoenix. I think that was a good move. They made yeah. a couple of decent or moves. Or Xavier Tillman is a backup center. So Jackson yeah. Hayes. So there's some things that can Celtics help. got him. But I also think, look, they went out and got Russell Westbrook. And I don't think that – I never thought that was a good move. But I'm just saying, we can't say they've turned over the roster several times over the last few years. They are trying moves. And it is a difficult thing to adjust to playing with LeBron because he's so good, he's, he does so much. Like, it's, you don't just put, put somebody in there right next to LeBron and all of a sudden it goes swimmingly unless all they can do is catch and shoot. Yeah. That's it, or, or defend and yeah. don't do anything on offense. It, a guy that can do something on his own is going to be an adjustment. That's why I said rather than bring in some role players, and again, if you can get these guys for nothing, one of them would have helped. But let D'Angelo keep adjusting to LeBron. It's been a while now. But, you know, get, I think they need to just hone in on what they do. And, look, I don't see them as winning the West, but I, didn't, I don't think there was a minor move they could have made that would have got them to win the West. The, I just the, – the, the reason the healed thing is irritating is because there's always been – I know Laker fans think there's like this Laker tax, like teams don't want to trade guys to the Lakers because of jealousy or whatever it is. I don't know how real that is or isn't. There does seem to be a Rob Palinka tax, that this guy was an agent forever and a lot of people it, it, you know, didn't have greatest relationships because they were running teams. He was trying to get the best for his clients. And now you see moves that he is unable to make unless it is take everything we have, or we will take on your toxic stuff. Like the Anthony Davis trade was, Anthony Davis made it clear, I want to go there, and then the Lakers gave them every possible asset they could give them, and yes, they got him. The Russell Westbrook trade, you gave away 125 cents on the dollar. When I look at that, we know the Lakers in various times have targeted and prioritized Buddy Heald, and he goes for Marcus Morris, who has now already been reshipped and bought out, Corkmas and three second round picks. Like that to me says something is amiss here. And if the plan then is, but don't worry, while I couldn't pull off the Buddy Heald deal, I'll be able to pull off the next superstar, not free agent signing, but trade. I'm skeptical of it. I'm just skeptical of it. Drew, your optimism around the Lakers is what? They're in ninth place, they're 27 and 25. They're 10 and 17 on the road, and they host Denver tonight. And, you, and Wilds has this as a must win. I have this as a must win. They've lost six in a row, and of course, a must win. Th- that's what we should talk about right against this, the world champs. I called. I called the opening game of the season a must win. Yeah. And guess what? I was right because Denver is in first place, and the Lakers <laughs> are in ninth. And you guys are complaining they didn't make enough moves. Well, here, here's where I'm at on the Lakers. Do I think they're going to win the West? No. But going into the a playoff series. I think Denver, obviously, you say they're not going to beat Denver. I would say if the Clippers are healthy, they're not going to beat the Clippers. Okay. OKC, all these teams are better right now than Lakers. But OKC, Minnesota, Sacramento, New Orleans, they're young. 
You just don't know. It, would LeBron and AD be able to beat those guys in a seven-game mm-hmm. series? Maybe. Suns? Phoenix and Dallas. Yeah. Phoenix, I think, got better today, and they look pretty good that, lately. So but still, Dallas. it's not like – like LeBron and AD couldn't play no, with Durant and those guys, so I'm just saying there's a shot against some of these teams, not Denver and the but Clippers. But that is, like, that that is my frustration. Is we go up and down that list? Can I see the standings? You agree with just, what I said? I agree with a lot of what you said, but the point that I am making is this: Oklahoma City made a move today to get better. Mm-hmm. The, the Clippers made a move earlier, obviously, this year to substantially change their team. The Suns operated in the margins today. Dallas operated in the margins today to get incrementally better. Even if I am not – you do not trade future first to get incrementally better. But none of those teams did. Yeah. They tra- The Lakers have Gabe Vincent on ice who's been injured. He was their big free agent acquisition. His salary plus a second-round pick – could have gotten you a rotational player that instead you're going to have to play against because those teams you're competing with got those rotational players. That is what's frustrating. Okay. That's, uh, that's a good take. Of course. I mean, they got two All-Stars. They're in ninth place. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody else is in first place, second place, Where's third it? place. First Phoenix is in sixth place. Yeah. How many? And they got New article. In the ringer, which ranked the top units in the Super Bowl, here's the list. At one, it's McCaffrey and the 49ers skill players. At two, the Chiefs vaunted a secondary. Thus far, it's correct. Okay. Then it's Fred Warner and the 49ers linebackers. Still good. You can go all the way down to the bottom, number 10. Chiefs skill players. This is outrageous. It's not outrageous. Here's the quote panel. I got to hear this. The first rule of winning in the NFL is not to beat yourself, and this group is littered with guys who did that. Hardman, MBS, Tony, and Justin Watson each made major mistakes. Is this? Tell me, raise your hand when something's wrong. I, in crucial moments that make it difficult to view this group as anything other than the biggest liability for either team in the game. Greatest weakness, same thing. It's just wrong. What really? was wrong about well, it? The, the, How those guys that they he, those guys that he named as the liabilities, at least two of them won't even play. And so That's a huge lie. The, the biggest the, liability no, is lack of availability. No, because they won't play. So they've been they, benched. What you know? What you have? Yeah, yeah, Travis Kelsey. He's good. Is, wait, but that. He, wait a second here. Travis Kelsey is the second best weapon in this game to Christian McCaffrey. Does anyone disagree with that? Given I mean, that's the playoffs, at least the second. Best. At least yeah, okay, maybe be may, exactly right. Isaiah Pacheco, I know you love. This is not the Chiefs receivers. If it was the Chiefs receivers you want to put them there, okay. that's fine. Rasheed Rice has 20 career postseason catches. Brandon Ayuk, the Niners' number one, has 21. Who's better? No, Brandon okay. Ayuk. But I'm saying that your, your skill players, those three, Kelsey is Where should they plus. be, though? I, I – uh, Obviously, I don't. I think he's overlooking Kelsey, and I. You can say that's yeah. not fair because they're included. But where should they be ahead of the Niners' at? secondary? You tell me every day that the Niners' offensive line. Stinks. Yeah, he was wrong. About okay, that. they so should th- be th- there. You go. I think that they, if you have Kelsey, Pacheco, and Rice, they're better than the Chiefs' linebackers. Uh oh. I do. I think that there there is a Ow, real that Chiefs defense. The, no, the, yeah, the Chiefs be, secondary yeah. is out. Like it's just crazy. But, but Greg, you, if the Chiefs lose this game, what do you see happening? MVS dropping a pass. Uh, That's see, what I let's, see happening. Let's, can we can we kind of stop? Like I'm this serious. is this is disrespectful. Thank you, Greg. Like, I'm, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be flat honest and and let me say this because I apologized to Chief Nation yesterday. Yeah. I'm going to defend these guys today. Thank you. Greg. Like this is flat out disrespectful. I'm just, when you, you somebody can, had to be tenth. Look, what they're basically saying is, it's been all Patrick Mahomes, and from what we've said all year, this has been one of his worst years. However, I, what I have said is, if he does get this group and find a way to get this group to the Super Bowl and win it, it would be his best feat. Then that, but. No, 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 Why? no, no, because no, no, the group no, 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 is so hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. pedestrian. But, but to act as though we're just going to live in the regular season, as if this article wasn't written, a, what yesterday or the day before, when we've seen it, it these would, guys, I've, but I think start he to make it, plays. I agree. Look, they've obviously been better in the playoffs, but don't look. Don't tell me it's out of the realm of possibility that 
uh, not right. Rasheed's fine, but MVS or so, Tony, if he gets I, in the see, game, that's that somebody that a receiver could drop a pass so, so for that me, hurts so, the Chiefs. So here's, here's you think my that's issue. not possible? Here is my issue, though, Chris. If we're going to sit here and say, okay, let's look at the wor- the worst players right. in their that's skill how, that's position. They played enough Bro. to make those. That's, that's about hard. But it's hard wait, wait, wait a second. But that is not what they did with the Niners. Exactly. The Niners group came in number one, and he said four guys. They're running back. They're right. tight end. Two receivers. When we do the Chiefs, we everybody. like their running back. We love their tight end, and we all like at They're the very least one receiver. Number one receiver. Okay. So we're saying the drop off from Debo to MVS is that massive that it goes from one to ten. Give me a break. And by the way, sneaky thing that I'm just going to go ahead. Give me a blind reveal. We the go board. real quick, Please, because nobody's ready for this conversation. Greg Jennings, you might be <laughs> his playoff career. Who would you rather have? Don't reveal it yet. Who would you rather have? Left or right? Just tell me. Or is it, do you think it's a coin flip? The guy on the right makes Three. longer plays and has more touchdowns. The guy yeah. on the left, more catches and more yards. Coin flip? Coin flip? Yeah. Reveal it. Nobody wants this conversation. <laughs> Nobody wants to talk about George Kittle's 11 career playoff games and 44 yards well, per let's game. See. Does he, Kittle, that all he Kittle's does? quarterback's been huh? Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, oh, here we go. And hold on. Oh, and and, and, and Brock Purdy. And and Brock Purdy. (laughs) Hold on. I never said they're as good as Patrick Mahomes. Uh Patrick freaking Mahomes? That's who NBS is. And and Aaron Rodgers? I mean, come on. Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes. Who you say doesn't perform well in the playoffs? Good point. Well done. What? Who you say Aaron Rodgers doesn't perform in the playoffs? This is another one of these examples, Brew, though, where you are yelling at us but agree. Should they be 10th? I'm looking at these groupings. Uh huh. What? How do you think the Niners' what? offense? I didn't line? have a problem with it. Okay, so you like the Niners' offense? No, line. I no. I think the. I'm talking about them being tenth. Yeah. Obviously, Kelsey. I don't think he. He's and not. You, well, can, you can scream at him for saying a unit with Kelsey in it. Well, he's that's not, what we're doing. We, we all talked about their receivers. But that's we not talking what this about is. Kelsey. But this is. But All right, this, but those receivers are their big. Are they group. not their big liability? But that is not They're the grouping. The, okay, okay, I'll give you that. But if we, I'm talking about their receivers. Well, then and he's right talking about the of position. every position group in this game. The Chiefs wide receivers Agreed. are the worst. But, yes, Agreed. but that's a different article. Agreed. Okay. This I, involves no, that's, Pacheco and that's Kelsey. That's my statement. The Chiefs okay. are, receivers are the worst. Now, you can, you can argue with whoever wrote this article. Uh, what about the Niners guards? What about that? Who the I, Niners offensive no, no, line no, is way sorely overrated. We can't do it. It's got to be Williams. It's got to be positions. Outside of Trent Williams, it's amazing that Murray's navigated that line the way he has. It's time now for the final installment of the most beloved and bewildering segment yes. of the NFL season, Must Win. Again, just because we say it's a must, must win, it's not that we mean it literally. Like, oh, I don't need anything for Valentine's Day. Just being in a relationship with you is a gift unto itself. <laughs> Go buy some carnations, friend. <laughs> that little heart-shaped thing from CBS. It works. So without further ado, Super Bowl 58, we're willing to ask the question. Must win? First up, Travis Kelsey. Three touchdowns in the playoffs so far. He's also number one on the playoff reception list, ahead of Hall of Famers Jerry Rice and Julian Edelman. Any disagreements? Hall of Famers. Yeah, Jerry Rice in the Hall of Famers. He's also closing in on the playoff touchdown record. This is record. crazy. This so plenty of accolades. Jerry Rice, Emmitt Smith, Thurman Thomas, then Travis Kelsey. Nick, we'll start with you. Yeah. Must win? Absolutely. Wow. Really? So here's why. This guarantees he comes back. So I think that Travis Kelsey is likely coming back next year. If they win and they have a chance to become the first team ever to 3 P, he a hundred percent is coming back and depending on how he does in the Super Bowl, we can put up the all-time playoff numbers. He can catch Jerry, not in the Super Bowl, but if he comes back. If he gets a touchdown in the Super Bowl, you would anticipate him to have two or three next postseason. The yards are going to be tough, but it's not. It's 435. If he has a big, if he he is. 
averages for his playoff career 86 yards per game, the most in NFL history. So he's about four games away. So he could retire as the number one all-time in every postseason receiving category and all of a sudden have three rings. Gronk technically has four but didn't play Mm -hmm. for the second half of the season for the Atlanta one. So at least in my record book, Ty Gronk as well. So, yeah, must win for Travis. Greg. I got him as a must win too. And I I got down here, he's 34 years old. My reasoning is a little different. I don't see him. I do believe he'll come back. I don't know if – the role that he's playing now and what he has had to be for this team for so many years, I don't know if that still is the same next year. With mm. Rasheed Rice stepping up and becoming an emerging player and what I believe that they will add to this team, knowing what they know now Get about real the receivers, uh, this is a must win for Travis Kelsey. No, not a must win. He's already got two. He's viewed by many already as the GOAT. He's 34, he's in his 11th season. No, I don't see it as a must. Okay. Uh, Brew, it's one, nothing, nothing. Thank you. Interesting, Thank you. but Brew got it. <laughs> Next up, Andy Reid looking for his third Super Bowl victory. He would join Joe Gibbs and Bill Walsh as two legendary coaches who have reached half, half as, as many, many championships as Bill What an accomplishment. <laughs> what an accomplishment that would be. Postseason win so far for Andy. Hmm. Only six behind. Tom Landry looking beautiful. My God, this is why I'm saying you should That's dress up. Difference. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Look at this guy. Oh, my gosh. Even Shula looks good with that polo. Uh, okay, bro. Andy Reid. No. Not I'm a must win. Hold on. Must win? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, no. Okay. Not a must win. Look, there. I, it seems like he's coming back next year, right? Yeah. But even the Chiefs said he's going to, or at least this source, right? He's going to decide over the next few weeks, which that if uh, he's yeah. coming back for sure, why does he have to take a few weeks to decide? I still think he, I think he's coming back. But my point is, if he's even thinking, even after next year, I'm stepping away, that means he's not like, I got to catch Belichick. Because he could stay for eight years with Patrick Mahomes and maybe catch Belichick. Hmm. So I think this is not a must win for Andy Reid. He's solidified as an all-time great coach. They are the underdogs. So, no. Yes, it's a must win. Oh, must win. And I'm, I won't bore you with all the reasons why. I'm just going to say Nick said it about Travis Kelsey. I feel the same. Like, it, it's hard to overcome a, a loss at this stage at, in his career and with this team and then yeah. decide, you know what, let's try to do it all over again. But to win it? And then have the three-peat as a potential? That is real. So, it's a must-win, and we can put the tail of the tape in Belichick. He's he's closer than you think if he wins this weekend. So, I understand Wilds is only worried about the bottom number. But he can catch him on the other ones. He, In fact, he would be a Vegas favorite to catch him in playoff wins in the next three years, in regular season wins in the next four, and which would obviously mean total wins as well. And then we'll see on Super Bowl wins. But the, and so uh, and so, yeah, it must win for Andy to and have the first back-to-back since Belichick. Greg has tied it up one to one. Greg and I said the same thing. It's a totally different thing. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Finally. A little media reporting. <laughs> Nick Wright. Earlier in the year, Nick predicted a 20-0 season, never a doubt. Fell apart after a pick six against the Lions. Yet through it all, he has maintained. Started calling him Steady Eddie. <laughs> Dropped 30 banners and had zero <laughs> doubts. But we're at a crossroads right now, bro. There's a chance that if the Chiefs start dropping balls, and they were dropping balls at a historic rate, yep. all of a sudden, the pendulum swings over to the Broussard side of the table. How? I How? They had Eagles-Ravens. The Chiefs beat the Ravens, and the Eagles didn't show up for the playoffs. Again, it's just kind of a How? feeling. I Sunday mean, it, it, it depends on my pick. Yeah. But uh, for Nick, absolutely a must win. You guys are such fun. You got a tattoo. Now, to me, Nick, you, you came up with the categories. But it, from my vantage point, this is the difference between a Category 2 and a Category 3, right? If they win all throughout the regular yeah. season, it looks bad, right. but you would end that up being right. Yeah. If they lose the 20-0 and, and never a doubt and, and all that, 
out is out, out the window. The thing is this, the, Greg, if I may, the 20-0 and 0 is already okay, a category never three, a doubt. so that's gone. The never a doubt you would think if they lose the Super Bowl, I have egg on my face. But much like yes, the Chiefs, this is a house money Super Bowl for your old buddy Nick Wright. How? Because you all, he said they were dead in round one. You said they were dead in round two. Yeah, and I round did. Three, and no. the, and, you the, the, and if exactly. they lose to Brock and, Purdy, and so, oh my. But, the, but you guys think he's great. And so the yeah, Chiefs so just would be. getting here. Proved me right. Um, once you no, get just it, getting I, here I proved me right. I don't no, think. No. Not buying that at all. House money game. This is definitely a must win. Absolutely. In, in America, <laughs> the fact that you see, you've seen Nick Wright in a vest with his sleeves rolled up yes. all week <laughs> just to display <laughs> the never a doubt. It is a must win. Yeah, never a doubt. It is definitely. You know it. Okay. Never a doubt game. Oh. Brew went through one the segment. There you go. Thank you. Two to one. Two one. That was actually four. And the bonus about I get and the bonus two segments to shine. You won the money ball. Live from New York, it's the show that defines passion and apathy. It's the second hour of First Things First. That was a shot at Jets fans, really. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I listened to Aaron Rodgers on Rogan. You got to check that out. You'll love it. <laughs> Today, twenty-three hours away from Brew's Super Bowl pick, but one person here besides Brew thinks they already have a scoop. On my pick? Yes. Uh, no. I Meanwhile, I got sources too, buddy boy. <laughs> Lamar Jackson expected to win MVP tonight. But why one person here, it's the same person, thinks this is his last MVP. Wow. That's not what I said. What did you say? It was wait for this segment. Well, how am I supposed to tease it? Well, listen on the morning call better <laughs> instead of ordering a, a Cortado. Uh, whatever you're doing. <laughs> But right now, of course, it's Thursday at 4 o'clock, which means it's time for the most motivational segment in all sports. It's also a time where I get a Cortado, I head over to the post office, and they say, Kevin! I'm the only person there because no one's getting physical mail except us. (laughs) Dear Wilds, love the show. Yeah, okay. And loved Brew's interview with Baker Mayfield. Me and Baker like this. Do you think his 180 on the Bake Show will extend to other quarterbacks he hasn't believed in? Like, I don't know, Mac Jones. Cheers, Ryan and Brian. Sometimes I'm not even <laughs> sure if Ryan and Brian write these. <laughs> Brew, is, are you, since you did a 180 on Bake Show, is there anyone else that you're like, you know what, I should give that person a second look. I should believe in them a little bit more. Not, not off the top of my okay, head. great. <laughs> <laughs> there, what, what? Tried my best. When's it coming? I swear to God, I'm not doing it. And certainly we didn't make a banner. That was like a low-key flex. Like, where's the cowboy banner? I'm not making banners for the cowboy. All right, here we go. I, uh, I swear, I, Nick, I Nick got me last time. Nick got me. All right, at number three, this is going to be all motivation. Patrick oh, Mahomes. Mahomes, you are the best ever. We know it because I was the first to say it years ago. Oh, that's and And true. this is going to eat Nick up. But your dad, Patrick Mahomes Sr., came on my radio show, The Odd Couple, 7 to 10 Eastern Time, Fox Sports Radio, and said, Brew, I know. I know Nick's the Kansas City guy and all that, but you were the first to call my son Jordan Ness, and I was. I just had to throw that in. That has nothing to do with my butler. But anyway, Patrick, um, this is a great opportunity for you. Uh, Nick said it, and is there some truth to it? This is a house money Super Bowl for you, all right? Just getting here has been impressive. You've been so great over your career that this one, even if you – it's not even – doesn't even matter how you win it. You could throw for 150 yards, no touchdowns, and win, and you're going to get major league credit, all right? Now, there is a downside, though, I see that Nick may not see. Some, not us, but some will say if you lose – Joe Montana never lost. How you're talking about Tom Brady? How, can he get past Joe Montana first? Joe Montana was 4-0 in Super Bowls. So some will say that. Some will say he lost to Brock Purdy? Mr. Irrelevant? Come on. What, what are we talking about? So some will say all of these things, and the GOAT conversation will be put on hold just for maybe another year, but put on hold for a little while until you win your next Super Bowl. So, Patrick, go out there, do your thing. Keep the faith you've had in your receivers because it has worked thus far. All right, so you know I believe in you. All right, at number two, the other quarterback, Brock Purdy. All right, now, Brock, 
you would think you were facing no pressure. All right? I mean, you're the third youngest quarterback ever to start in the Super Bowl. You're the only the third quarterback ever to start in a Super Bowl in your first full season as a starter. The other two Hall of Famers, Kurt Warner and Tom Brady. That's just a fact. Nick will say, oh, you're comparing them to Hall of That's just a fact. You put yourself <laughs> in that class, all right? And but you, you're not putting You have class. definitely outweighed the, the expectations that anyone had for you except maybe yourself. So I don't even think, I mean, you want to win, of course. It's great if you win. I don't think you necessarily have to win. But what you can't do is play terribly. You cannot go out there and play like you did against the Ravens. That's when all things fall apart for you. And some would wonder, wow, do they need to go out and get a Kirk Cousins or get another quarterback to try to win with this group that they have? Now, if you just play okay and you guys lose, I think you'll be fine. But you can't go out there and play terribly. Brock, you know I believe in you. At number one, Kyle Shanahan. Mm. I mean, I got to call it like it is. Now, you are a terrific offensive mind. There's no question about it, but that's good if you're an offensive coordinator. But you're a head coach. So a head coach, just being a terrific offensive mind, doesn't matter. The bottom line is winning, particularly winning the Super Bowl. And we know in the big games, Kyle, you have not delivered, all right? And we can go back to the Super Bowl against the Chiefs before, a few years ago. You guys are up 10 in the fourth quarter, midway through the fourth quarter, and you lose. We can go back to the national uh, NFC championship game a few years ago against the Rams. You're up 10 heading into the fourth quarter and you lose. All right, we can go back to uh, when you were in Atlanta as the offensive coordinator, up 25 to Wilds' Patriots and you lose. All right, when this stuff happens, there become questions. Do you get too tight? Do you overanalyze, overthink it? Do you choke? All of those labels will be on you if you lose this game. Even if most people think the Chiefs should win, you are going to suffer th this reputation if you don't get it done. And so you got to go out here and win this thing. You're known as a genius. You can't be a genius if you can't win the big game and you keep failing at the big game. So Kyle, actually, I do believe in you. Oh. Yeah. Oh, a little bit of a hint there. I do like it. I like the list. I'm going to add Chase Young uh, to the Buddies. Good one. Good one. And before I even start, let's just look at why Chase Young is even being added to the Buddies. Oh, this play. This bad, play right bro. here yeah. just cannot happen. Come on. Look at the effort on this play. Or should I say, look at the lack of effort on this Crazy. play. Chase it wasn't Young, a big game, though. You know better. It, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it was just another game. It was another game, and this is this is one of those moments that you just can't have happen. If you're this type of a player, let's go back. You get traded. They acquire you. You have you have the bye week to implement yourself into this defense. You come out Jacksonville. You make a splash. Everybody's excited. They throw in all their chips. Say we got Chase Young. We're going all in this year. And in the nine games that you have played, two and a half sacks, you barely made any impact. You, when, you, when we turn on the tape as players, there's two things that we walk away with. We walk away feeling like, man, they're they going to have a problem with me. Or we walk away knowing they're going to be talking about what they see on film as something that they can exploit mm. and what they want to see happen. That can't be you. You have an opportunity to bounce back in the biggest game of our lives. This is what we all dream of playing in. Chase Young, you got to be better. Not just for yourself, but for the other 10 guys that are, will be on that field with you. We know that Nick Bosa is going to get a lot of attention. Yeah. Be a difference maker. You've been that before in your career, before the injury. Be that now. Give me more effort, baby. We no, got to have That's it. a great ad because they, they got to put some pressure on Mahomes to have a chance, I think. And Bosa can do his part. But if Chase is doing it, now they, they got to and pay Wilson less attention does not to like to blitz. Yeah. So, they no, nah, that's a good one. That is a really good one. I'm going to add a collective to the bud list, and that is the entirety of NFL media. Everybody. You are all wow. under duress because of the Kansas City Chiefs and, well, myself. So here's what's happened. <laughs> the Chiefs have made you all look 
incredibly foolish and fickle. You, what was so patently obvious to some, hmm, one team has the best quarterback, the best coach, and the best defense they've had in 30 years. You all decided, but what they don't have is Khalil Shakir at wide receiver three, and it'll be their downfall. <laughs> I swear, we've never seen a team win a Super Bowl without a Jawan Jennings, and it's not going to happen this year. <laughs> And then you doubled and tripled down before you even got to Vegas. Going into the postseason, the following teams were discussed as bigger threats than the Kansas City Chiefs. Well, of course, Baltimore, who the Chiefs then beat. Of course, Buffalo, who the Chiefs then beat. Miami, Cleveland, Houston, before the playoffs started. Philadelphia, Dallas, the Rams and the Lions, and now San Francisco. That is one-third of the league that was trendier and more uh, scary than the team with that superhero at quarterback and the league's best defense. And now, what you are going to want to be able to do on Monday after the Chiefs win is say, man, no one saw this coming. Everyone had the Chiefs dead in the water. What an amazing job. And I will be here to remind America, some people saw it coming. Some of us understood the bigger picture. And so all of NFL media, I hope you have your San Francisco pom-poms ready because the receipts, Bobby Stroop and I have been collecting them for five months. And they will be in full force at the parade and on this show Monday. So NFL pundits, I don't believe in you and you're under duress. I'm wow. glad I'm NBA. I'm team. glad I apologize. I'm not on that list. I'm going to stay in the media. And I am going to put the one and only Chris Broussard on what? the bus list. Wow. You're double on, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Nick obviously is never done. Never done. 20 and 0, had the Chiefs from the jump. I also, if you want to check the tape, was 50% right with Vikings Chiefs, with the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl from day one. The Vikings thing didn't work out, but you know, if you tear your Achilles, all bets are off. And then we've got Brew, who took over my segment, Upset Alert and then kind of squandered it, and we've yet to get his pick. We do have a little bit of a sneak preview, however. We do? You've been spying on Of you this? working and grinding Wait, what is this? the all. <laughs> it's Brew grinding the all. You said you were grinding the all 22, and this is part why of your they, research. This is part of my research. I don't know. Why? Why? Where's <laughs> all the grind? What? Where's doing? the film study? What is he doing? So, <laughs> what? Where are good, you now? When you feel good physically, you're, you're crisp mentally. picking your team. We're going to pick it at 3 o'clock. That boy, those legs moving fast. Oh, <laughs> I, I got this. Greg is like, dang. <laughs> Y'all didn't believe I Bro, ran that 4-6 back in, in high school. 4-6? Um, tomorrow, I will make my pick. And I'm I'm tonight one late cramming session. Okay. I'm actually sleeping over in that corner tonight. But uh, you'll Why see do you me have in the morning. Why do you have to do it here? Just you know, just in the mood. Oh, like yeah. it's, my wife won't be bothering me. It's no like bills to look at. Yep. I just be able to focus. It's dark in here. It's just Say me. no bills to look at. Yeah, you know, paying the bills. You have like bills sent to your house in the U.S. mail. Yeah. Yeah, I do. You don't. You, I do. But, <laughs> I yes. get Ryan and Brian's Maybe letter. We all get <laughs> Tomorrow, 3 o'clock, who makes his official pick? Tune in <laughs> in 23 hours. Easy NFL <laughs> honors tonight. And Lamar Jackson, is, Lamar Jackson is expected to win his second MVP. Nick accused me of not paying attention in the meeting earlier. You might be halfway right. Mm -hmm. But I think that you said that you expected this to be his last MVP why? What I, I said, the question should be, this is why you need to pay attention to inflection. I'm not going to ask well, questions that feel like they're like wild takes. Lamar's though. last MVP, and my answer is yes, I do. And it's, so here's the thing, and I don't, it's not because I don't think he can recreate the season that he had. If Lamar Jackson ever has this season again, he won't get a single first-place MVP vote. No, no. It was the whole idea was he was the – it was more than the numbers. It was the engine behind the offense, all of it. He would have to duplicate statistically the type of season he had his first year as a starter. And even then, right. I think people are going to be like, yeah, I know it's a regular season award, but – You don't so, want to give him three. Well, yeah, so here's the full list of guys with at least two. And their number of Super Bowl or title game appearances and championships. So what do they all have in common? They all were champions. All of them. 
And most of them made multiple Super Bowls. The reason it says title game is because Jim Brown and Johnny Unitas were, you know, are on the list and they're so much older. So the only guys with three, by the way, are Brady, Favre, Unitas, Brown, Aaron, and Peyton. So that's just the guys with two. So Lamar is about to join this list and be zero and zero. So, yeah, I just don't think, barring him winning a Super Bowl, he is going to be considered viable for league MVP again. No, I was going to say, and, unless he wins a Super Correct. Bowl. Correct. Like, yeah, I should have said that And before, of all those guys, no, no quarterback ever has won, or person, has won a third MVP without having a Super Bowl. Like, Manning won his first two, I believe, before mm-hmm. his first Super Bowl. Then you get that win. And then he won some later. And he's the only one, by the way. All the other ones didn't get their second second before they had a Super Bowl. So, yeah, so it's kind of like basketball. You know, like Embiid, he might have won it this year had he stayed healthy. But if he would have fizzled in the playoffs again, it would have been like, nah, you're not. Because that's in voters' minds. And like you said, it's not like Lamar puts up the numbers that are typical MVP numbers. Even the year he had that was great, like you said, you could overlook right, you could overlook that. So yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, I, I expect this to be his last. <clears throat> and again, some people are gonna look at this as a knock, but even this year, like I, I would argue I don't know if he wins it this year if Josh Allen doesn't start to fizz out in the middle of the season and they're six and six and they're better, if Joe Burrow and all the all the things that transpired this year with quarterback play, even if Patrick Mahomes, if his receivers Catch, catch half those of balls. those balls. Patrick, they, well, so what you're saying I mean, is the they, unit. the weak link, right? Yeah. No, 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 no I didn't saying. say skill. Exactly. I didn't say skill guys. He didn't say his running back or tight end. I said receiver. But you, look, you're right. If they don't drop those balls Patrick that are Mahomes. interceptions or the, the, the MVS drop, well, and spinning, maybe then Baltimore's not their the record's one. better. Like, exactly. Yeah. So, I, th- I think a lot ahead. of it had to do with he the fact that you know they this year. Their record, they had the best record in the National Football League, all the things. I, I just don't, like you, you guys have said, the numbers that he has to put up with all the quarterbacks that are going to be playing, and if they remain healthy, it's going to be hard for Lamar to do it again. All right, suppose you had a vote, and next year is a carbon copy of this year. I know it's what couldn't happen. All the quarterbacks. Everything's exactly the same, but now Lamar has two MVPs. You would cast a well, vote so for Dak. Well, so that's so hard because Dak is in a similar category. Uh-oh. That's what I'm saying. Uh-oh. So Say it's it. No, because Purdy wasn't on there. Christian McCaffrey would be short, on the short list because I think I had him third. Christian McCaffrey, I think, would make a ton of sense, especially now we've seen him in the playoffs. What I was going to say, Purdy. I didn't think Purdy, Purdy. was a candidate. Even I, a candidate? No, I, I think you have to be the best player on your side of the ball on your team. It's just a belief Dak I have. I know it's not you, written you down. But you admit Dak was third. But, no, I think Dak Zach was Martin the best. Zach Martin and C.D. Lamb. No, this is, okay, Zach Martin, I'm, yes, he has a Hall of Fame left tackle oh. or left guard. <laughs> oh, I, the, I, I, I'm bro, talking about guys who are eligible <laughs> for MVP, bro. I don't think it's ridiculous. They're not eligible? No. Why left not? guards are not. I don't know. Bro. Ask the voters. Stop bro. it. Well, C.D. Lamb's eligible. Yes, and okay, I think Dak was Prescott better was better than, than him. No, I, I disagree oh, with you. Okay. I, I think Dak Prescott was better than C.D. Lamb, but that's but that doesn't. So that's not the point. I'm not, I just told you. CMC. I, yes, Christian McCaffrey. The question that I am interesting. Up. Well, no, I just I don't like being misquoted. I've only told you this for two years. Who misquoted you? This guy over there. You said two weeks ago Dak was the third best offensive player on the Cowboys. No, I. You didn't say that? No, I did not. I, I, I did not. But regardless, yes. the question that I am trying to ask is this. If the Chiefs win the Super Bowl <laughs> this year, does Mahomes go into next year as a two-lap favorite for league MVP? Does he have the reverse? If, if this I, is true for Lamar, that we are now going to hold against him, which we are all saying we would, which technically is not like within the rules, right. I guess, um, that your p- previous postseason failures will be used against you. You know what I mean? Until you succeed. If, right. if Mahomes wins the Super Bowl and is flawless in the playoff run, will that impact the playoff voting, the MVP voting? I, I think he'll be the favorite. I wouldn't say two-lap favorite. Because, again, people will be like, well, if, he's gonna, if he plays like this again next year, which wasn't terrible, but you know what I'm saying, I don't think he'd be the front runner. I don't think he'll be the front runner just because we get so – excited about the new, the shiny toy, and that that's Joe Burrow, C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud, Jordan Love would be all exciting. Those guys, yeah. like, if they do something special, they'll be right up there in the Purdy will be. If Purdy put up big numbers, I'm telling you, he's going to be right there again. Probably. If he puts up big numbers. Bruce Super Bowl pick next. 
You know, if you missed any of today's show or you'd like to take it on the go, check out the podcast. It's just like the show, but you don't see us, and it's been pretty good. Sometimes I listen to it in the car. Do you really listen to our podcast in the 100%. car? That's how I get better. <laughs> Bijan Robinson tomorrow on First I'm Things First. Bijan Robinson or me listening to the pod? Bijan. Oh, <laughs> you too. Medals time, Hawks in Boston. Jalen Brown got credit for making Jalen Johnson fall. But again, as the mayor of fair, I'm always here to remind you that 40% of the ankle breakers that you see are I'll actually see. someone stepping on another see, person's that's foot. That's correct. Yeah. Sorry, and that Celtics was pretty one. blatant. That is. Should that, that be an offensive foul? Like he could have turned his ankle. I would say no until it starts to be utilized as an actual tool that uh, basketball. What will be utilized? What will be utilized more first? Off the backboard to yourself, or the intentional step on someone's foot? I'm going to sport. use this against 50-year-old men. <laughs> <laughs> Snap your bronze medal. I got to be honest. Not the greatest sniper the medal stand, but we persevere. 17, 11, and 11 for Jimmy Butler and a win over the Spurs, who have how many wins right now this I year? 11? Seven? Oh, I thought they were in single digits. 11, no, they got no, the double. They, they yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 10, I Silver medal, Jaden Ivey. Wow. 37, Rats, 6, and 7. I believe the first piston medal of the season. Wow. Shout out Jaden Ivey. And then a gold, Donovan Mitchell, 48 and 5. And no worries, Laker fans. As you squander year 21 with LeBron James, they're going to make a vague offer for Donovan Mitchell in the offseason. That's new Cillian Rose, too. Which yeah, basically already has his locker ready to go. There's the podium. Oh, yeah. and Cade Cunningham also had a middle, so second business. He must. Medal. When they broke their loose. Yeah, exactly. Right. That's right. Thanks, Dust. Tomorrow at 3 o'clock, we've got a special show. Uh, the first thing's first ball, where Nick and I are already aligned with Kansas City. And where Brew, we don't know. Brew is supposed to be in the middle, but he's been, he's told us he's been grinding the all 22. But in this video, it seems, I don't even know what that I means. I don't understand the ladybug. What is the ladybug? Well, was that Brandon Ayuk? Oh. You know, he oh, I didn't know that was his name. All right, can I, I, I? This is just breaks. All right, I don't want to spoil Wild 22 oh, and a half. the ladybug yeah. thing, I remember. 22 that. and a half hours from now is when we're going to find out, but we already know, right? Brew's sick of the Chiefs beating his head in. Brew's gonna pick Kansas City. Brew is terrified of the idea of Monday coming around, and I have supreme all off-season bragging rights, and he wants to be able to jump on the Chiefs gravy train. So that's my prediction. They loved me last year. That's true, but I don't know if you were like very gung-ho 49ers. It's going to play out that way at the parade for us. Yeah. Well, you have to wait and see. 3 o'clock tomorrow. 23 hours. What a brave move that would be. If you choose the 49ers when we're headed to the parade on Wednesday, you make it. I got you. No, I'm not.